Hello, this is Larry Russ, former keyboardist and vocalist for the classic rock band Iron Butterfly. I'm hanging out rocking with Seattle Wave Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Well, if you're a huge fan of NBC's The Voice, like I am, you know they sent another super talented singer home, and that was Seattle's own Aisha Music Box Brooks, and we are just so sad. What happened, Music Box? Man, you know what? I think that Usher just really wanted to work with MJ, and I'm not mad at that. We became really good friends, and I gave 115%, so I don't feel bad about what happened. It was a great experience. Oh, you were so fantastic. And I wanted to tell you, you looked really pretty, too. I mean, they it, it's like everyone's dream to have, like, a stylist and, and, and you know, and, and people kind of bring out what, what you know that you have. And they did a really good job. You just shined. Oh, thank you so much. You know what's so funny is the wardrobe section of, of being on The Voice was where I was the most uncomfortable. Normally when I perform, I'm in, like, a Foo Fighter T-shirt and some jeans and some chucks. And so it was It was really dope to, like, have a whole team of people bringing out your better side physically, you know, <laughs> did, something did I, I don't think I've clothes? ever really thought about. Yeah, I got to yes. keep those clothes, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, I think I've been watching The Voice since the beginning, and I think I'm kind of starting to kind of figure it out a little bit now. Of course, they'll probably change it all up on me, you know, next week. But it seems like yeah, that they end up just taking, like, like one country singer, one R&B singer, and one blues singer, it, it, instead of, like, you, you and MJ were, you know, kind of battling for that same spot. And it seems like yeah. it's... They just kind of take one from each genre, the, the coaches. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, you know, that's that's kind of what I got, the vibe I got. But they do always switch it up as well, you know. Like when I was on Shakira's team, I had no idea what she was looking for. So I just decided to try to be myself. I actually sing soul rock music. So on the show, they wanted me to sing a lot more um, R&B soul, which is cool. So I still wanted to put a little bit of my rock edge in there. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think they do look for, for one of each genre. Yeah, and I, I wanted to ask you about that. Were, were they kind of wanting you to go a different direction and, and than what you were normally used to singing? Yeah, you know, I think their goal on the show is to help you grow. So I don't think they necessarily – I don't think they were trying to change me. I think that they felt that I would do better – um, introducing myself to the world as an as an R and B singer, I think it would be kind of confusing to be a rock singer, you know, on The Voice. Um, rock singers don't really go too far, so I think that they wanted to just show a different side of myself, you know. And um, my name is Music Box, so I do more than one genre, so I was okay with that. 
they have such a world of knowledge there, and and I, it probably gives you a real sense of what the business end is really like. Because because at the end of the day, um, music, as, as we all know, and we've come to find out over the last few years, even more so, is 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 really business driven, and and it probably gave you a real insight into that business end of things. Yeah, that was the biggest blessing to me. Um, it's like a boot camp. And you wake up and you go to wardrobe and, and you pick out what you want to wear and then you have choreography and then you have voice lessons and then you're in a meeting with the lawyers. Like it is um fast paced class on what it'd be like to, to be in that industry and um and it's free. You're getting paid to do it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I mean that was the biggest blessing for me was kind of being thrown into that world. Right, yeah, it, it, it's an opportunity that a lot of people don't get just to have that type of, like you said, education and knowledge and, and a team of people around you all the time and really get to, to see the real workings. You know, you really see the belly of the beast, so to speak, is, you know, really how that music industry is working. What was a, a typical day like for you? Did, did you have a, a roommate? Oh, my gosh, I had the best roommate ever. I was roommates with... um we call her Dindle Lion, <laughs> Dindle, <laughs> and um, she, I gave her a little nickname because I'm the nickname queen. I gave her the nickname Lady Sunshine, and let me tell you about her. She wakes up happy, like seriously, she sits up smiling, and she's like, are you ready for coffee? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we wow. would get up, we'd, yeah, I know, it's crazy, and I'm totally the opposite. Like, I'm like, give me like 20 minutes before I have to actually speak, please. But, um, yeah, we'd get up and get coffee, and then we would go to wardrobe, then we'd have lunch, and then we'd go to choreography, then we'd get more coffee, because, you know, I'm from Seattle, so i got to get my coffee fix. Um, and then we'd, we'd have voice lessons. I mean, we'd be up from about 7 in the morning to, like, 10 at night, just, you know, grinding, being perfect wow. who we are as an artist, getting ready to show ourselves to the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, probably get to be really close with, with some of the contestants. Did, did they keep you kind of in teams, or were you able to kind of meet the other contestants who were on other teams? Oh, man, we are so close as a family, all of us. You know, of course you, you become closer to some contestants than others, but you're sequestered at a hotel, so you we can't just leave. And you're we were together for about, Man, I want to say I had been auditioning for a year because I actually auditioned for season five. So you become family with these people. It's it's crazy because the only time that there's a competitive spirit is the second that you walk on stage. You know, you kind of forget that you're in a competition because you want to see your friends and your family succeed. Right. Well, and, and it seems like that on the show because it, it comes across as everybody is pulling for each other. And and when someone would get stolen, you know, they would be interviewing the, the, the person that was saved and they would hear him be stolen. And they seemed generally happy that that person, you know, there was a steal that that person got to, got to remain in the competition. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, I think that's the best part about the show is that, they promote a spirit of kindness and love, you know, and, and you don't need to trip the other person to get to the top. You know what I mean? It's like working together, mm-hmm. it'll get you a lot farther than, than working against each other. And so, I don't know, it just, it just made everything a lot more comfortable and it made everything a lot more easy to even try different things on this stage. Like, you forget that the whole world is about to watch you. 
they've set it up to where you feel so comfortable to step out on that stage and be who you are and shine. Wow, that's that's really good to hear because it is such a world stage and, and you're hoping because most of the contestants are, are, are young and you're wanting them to come away with, with a really good um, experience. And I had Alaska and Maddie on last week and they were just really bubbly and they just, you know, they just, <laughs> just like what you were saying, you know, that they just came away with this wonderful experience. They loved everybody on the show. They weren't mad at Blake um, for, because they actually came in wanting Blake. I mean, there wasn't anyone else. They wanted Blake. Who did you, did 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 you want some particular coach when, when when you were just starting out? Yeah. Well, you know, what's really funny is I actually um, was supposed to audition for season five and all the teams got filled. But when I was, when I was waiting to audition, I kept seeing Shakira and I kept seeing Usher. Like it was really weird. And I'm like, I know that those are not the coaches for this season, but I keep seeing them as my coach. And so um, then, you know, season six rolls around and um Every interview I had with the producers, I'm like, I want, I want Shakira. And they're like, well, why? And I'm like, well, she's a mom, and she's able to juggle being a mom and a superstar. I mean, that I need that. I need that advice from her. So um, I actually was the very last person picked for the show. They didn't air it that way, but I was the very last person to make a team, and it happened to be Team Shakira. And I was just like, okay, this is destined to be. And I totally believe mm-hmm. in, in, you know, the universe aligning what you're supposed to be doing in your life. And so it just it just confirmed, like, okay, yeah, I was supposed to be on Team Shakira and I was supposed to be on Team Usher. And I don't really know why yet. I think it's starting to unfold now, but that's just the way it was supposed to be. So I, I was happy the way everything happened. It happened that way for a reason. That is amazing. That That is that is just really amazing. You ended up with both of them. Here you saw both of them, you know, before at season five, and then you end up with both of them during your season. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. And and then they both, I'm sure, had totally different styles, which I actually think is, is a really good thing about, about contestants who get stolen because you, you get this fresh, new, you know, set of uh, instructions and encouragement and education from a, a, a totally different coach. Exactly. I feel like I benefited more because I had I had two, you know, different views of, of me as an artist. Um, Shakira is definitely more nurturing, I think, just because, you know, she's a mother. And she really does um, care about us as an artist, but she's also, she also has a, a shy side about her, which is, for me, I love that I got to see that because, you know, I struggle with, with stage fright. And it's like, cool, like, she's a superstar, and it made her a lot more human, if that makes any sense. It's like, this is a job. She has things she has to overcome, and I am trying to have this job, too, and I have things that I'm trying to overcome, so I could relate to her on that aspect. And Usher, he's just confident. He's really very kind, and he really cares about his team. That, for me, meant the world because it just made it a lot more easy to talk to him and be myself and to tell him what I struggle with. And, you know, even though I got kicked off, he was very genuine and believing in me. You know, he's like, everything's going to work out and you have a natural talent. You have something that I can't teach. You know, I can show you um, areas that you need to work on, but in terms of talent, like, you have that, you know. And so to have that confirmation, that's everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and if anybody would know, it would be Usher. He's so talented. Yes. Well, do you still stay in contact with with the contestants? 
Um, I haven't actually gotten to talk to Usher since I've been kicked off. He has tweeted about me, and that was cool. I was like, man, Usher tweeted about me. Like, wow. But, um, <laughs> you know, I've, I haven't actually got to talk to Shakira, and I haven't got to talk to Usher since. Well, uh, what about the other contestants? Do, are, are you still in contact with them? Oh, definitely. Um, I TJ, he's, he ends up being like my baby brother. And so <laughs> I am in love with his family, his mom, his aunties make the best pound cake. You have no idea. But, you know, I think, like I said, we really do become a family. And it's just exciting to watch your family and your friends progress on in their career, and, and they work so hard for it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still really cool with a lot of the contestants that are still on the show. Mm-hmm. TJ's are, are you though. pulling? <laughs> so is it, is it TJ that, that you're pulling for? You know what? I'm pulling for TJ. I'm pulling for Sassandra because we had a lot of um, – late-night talks about, you know, she's older. And, and I think she was a little worried once you get to a certain age, like, okay, should I try something new? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. am I going to always be a background singer? I mean, she's accomplished so much in her life, but I, I really feel like it's her time to to be a diva. Like, I've never met a real diva in my life, like someone that is genuinely that person that you see on stage. That's really who she is off the stage. So, I mean, I'm not really necessarily pulling for one person over the other. I think it's already written who's supposed to win. I just really want whatever their heart's desire is for their careers, I want that to happen for them. Mm-hmm. Well, it just seems like a really, really good group of people. Um, I was drawn to TJ as well. He gave a really good performance last night. Um, the competition is so tough, though. I mean, I mean these are just – I mean – even cutting them down through the battle rounds was just a very tough decision because everybody was just so talented. Yeah, you know, and that's the best part is we help each other step up. A lot of times you don't even know how strong you are until you walk out on stage. You're like, man, I did that? (laughs) That was me? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just because you are the company that you keep, and we we really did keep each other kind, keep, keep each other loyal, keep each other in check. So I think the world really has a great perception of who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it just it seems like a family unit there. That's, that's what they're projecting to us, and it's glad to know that that's kind of, you know, what actually is, is going on. It's going to be fun to watch the, the whole thing play out. I think, uh, you know, there's, I mean, really almost anybody has a shot. You don't know what happens when it goes to the live, you know, in America, sorry, um, you know, it can really go either way. Would you try out for this again, knowing now what 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 you know? Would would you have have done this now in retrospect? Would you do it again? You know, I think I wouldn't. I think that this was the perfect experience, and I don't think I could duplicate it. Um, I think the stars aligned for me to do this. I was never really into reality TV, and it was cool that this is this was my first experience because I'm all about love. I'm all about kindness. I'm all about uplifting your neighbor, and that's what this mm-hmm. show is about. The mm-hmm. whole way that I came about doing this show was um, a producer out in Seattle had heard me sing with a rock band, and he um, said he was contacted by NBC for The Voice to do a private audition, and I was like, okay, I'd be stupid not to go to a private audition, and and the rest is kind of history. Yeah, I I feel like I don't think I could duplicate this experience. Well, what advice would you give to, you know, maybe a young person who's listening, who's who's thinking about trying out for The Voice? Because you you have so much 
more experience now, what advice would you give to somebody who's, who's, who's contemplating trying out in the future? I would say, first and foremost, know who you are before you want to show the world who you are because you're going to have a lot of people that show you love, but you're going to also have a lot of negative comments and energy, and that can really tear you down. So if you know who you are and know what you want, that's the first step. After that, you know, practice your craft. Know know your instrument. Know your voice. And, and have an open heart and open mind because the people on this staff, they want you to grow. Whether you make it on the show or not, they invest in you before the blind. Like you're taking these choreography classes. You're in band rehearsal. You're, you're with people that um, perform with Pink and Christina Aguilera and the musicians you're around. They, they are going to really inspire you. So you just want to have an open heart and an open mind, and that's what I would say. That's that's really good advice, and, and just absorb everything that you can because it's really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for, for most people to have that kind of uh, people at, at their disposal. Um, one thing that was part of your story is that you have a, a, a young son. How were they able to incorporate you and your, you know, still being a parent and being on the show? Well, you know, really that had a lot to do with my mom. My mom, I always say she's the other parent since I'm a single parent. And while I was gone, she was like, you know what, I'm going to watch your son. I was gone for a long time. I would fly out at least once, twice a month to do the show. And she was definitely down in my corner. And, and you know, the show is really awesome, too, because they're, like I said, they have a heart. So, you know, they fly our, our families out. And those were, like, the best times for me, and it always recentered me to see my son. It always reminded me why I was doing this show. You know, everything I do is for my son. What has been the um, reception now coming back to Seattle after having been on, on the show? Man, I love my city. I love where I'm from. <laughs> people are so, they have just been giving me their hearts. Some people handled it a lot worse than I did. They're like, you should have won. Usher's crazy. I'm not listening to Usher anymore. And I'm like, no, no, Usher gave me this opportunity. Go buy his singles. You know, <laughs> like we're all love over here. But I think it it blows my mind to, to really see how people in, in Washington, period, really gravitated to me as a person and really, you know, I feel like they felt my story and had so much compassion towards me as a person. And that that's really overwhelming. Has any of the former contestants, because, you know, when, when you're from Seattle, we know how much talent is packed into the Seattle area in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, we could just fill up the voice with just people from our area all day long. Right. We have, a zillion shows. We have that much talent. And so we, yes. we've had, you know, we've had Austin Jenks and, and Stephanie Ann Johnson. I mean, we, you, you talk about every show, X Factor, Idol, you're the voice. Yep. We have you know, provided, you know, tons and tons of talent. So have you been able to talk with, with any of the former contestants? You guys are in a, a small club now. Yeah, well, you know, um, I already knew Austin, and I knew Stephanie from, from season five. So um, I was proud of them when they made the show. I was watching just because they were on the show. And um, other than that, no, I haven't I haven't met anyone else that wasn't Vicky from, from Tacoma. Uh -huh. from the uh, uh, Vicky was with, um, yeah, she, she was with, um, um, oh, what's his, CeeLo Green. She, she was on CeeLo. Okay. 
Vicky Martinez. Yeah, yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten to meet her, and I think that would be really cool to to talk to her. But you know, Austin, I think Austin is so genius. He's such a great songwriter. So I was a fan of his before he even made the show because he was um, he wasn't my roommate, but he was in a room right next to me. So I'd always hear him writing songs. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, he's so talented. And then I started to talk to him, and he's like, yeah, I used to, you know, live in Des Moines, and I'm from Washington, too. And I'm like, oh, go figure. That's why you're so good. <laughs> from my state. <laughs> exactly. And same thing with exactly. Stephanie. Stephanie's like, I'm from Tacoma. And I'm like, I went to school in Tacoma. So, yeah, I was cool with them from season five. Well, it's, it really is a, a small world. So do do, do they have some of the, the seasons in or, or kind of being taped one after another? Because you said you were across the hall or roommates from Austin who was on the, really, the, the season before you. Was that all kind of going on at the same time? No, well, season five, we all flew out there to audition for season five, but you don't know the order of the blind auditions. So once the teams are filled, they stop taping for, you know, for the blinds. So they ask you if you want to come back for season six, and I, I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one, one question out. I, okay. Well, um, one question I wondered, when, when you're out there, and do, do, do they tell you, like, there's only one steel left, or there's, you know, or there's no, no steels left? No. Or no, okay. <laughs> they do not tell you that. I think and that's better that way, because um, I think that would just make a lot of people way more nervous and the nerves would probably get the best of you. Mm-hmm. So they don't tell you. Because you, <laughs> you kind of find a, out a lot of times you, 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 A lot of times you would see after, you know, they would say, oh, if I had a steel, I would have stole you, but I didn't have any steels left. You're thinking, oh, man, you know. Yeah, and, and exactly. Then your heart just goes out. Yeah. It is what it is, you know. I think, I think you just have to really look at the bigger picture. Like, this is a huge platform. Um, you're reaching a lot of people that would probably never see you. And and it has you have to think past the show. Mm-hmm. Well, what's next for you then? Where do you go from well, here? I, well, as a parent, first <laughs> I have to continue to work. So I my luckily my job didn't fire me since I was gone for so long. So I'm still serving at Basil's Kitchen. That was in my story on The Voice. I'm still doing that. And I've actually connected with a lot of different songwriters in in the Seattle area. I don't know if you have ever heard of the Cracker. Um, band, the the Cracker Factory Band, sorry about that, Um, they're a really sick rock band out here, and their lead guitarist and lead singer has decided to help me write an EP, so we're going to start that soon, just get my web presence up, do some YouTube videos, the grind continues. Absolutely. We want to tell people they can go to immusicbox.com for more information and they can stay up with you and where you're going to be and what's going on and where you're going to be performing and all that information. You are also on Twitter, immusicbox, and then again on the, on the web at immusicbox.com. Yes. Thank you for promoting that. Oh, no problem. No problem. We also have links and everything up and uh, um, that'll you know, be flashing around, and we'll get all that information, continue to get that information out as well. And now the the songs that The Voice has out on iTunes still of you, um, do, do you get a, a portion of that still, or does that all go to The Voice, or do you want us to send people to iTunes and, and, and buy the, the, the music on Voice, or, or, or do we need to go somewhere else to, to support your music? 
No, I definitely want you to support those two singles because I worked so hard to record them, and I do get a portion of of that. So um, please go to iTunes and check out my songs, You Gotta Be by Desiree and Eternal Flame by The Bangles. Well, we're going to play, let's see, we're, we're, we're going to play Eternal Flame right now, and we're going to encourage everyone to go to IamMusicBox.com. Thank you, MusicBox, for coming on. It, it was just so fun to watch your journey. You really just had so much talent, and, you know, we hate to see anyone go. We especially hate to see people from the Pacific Northwest go, and we didn't have anyone else in the game, so we were kind of out of it early. Um, you, you were our <laughs> only one, so uh, we'll, we'll have to just, Get behind other people now. And happy to do so. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on the show. So much fun. Oh, no problem. Thank you for coming. Go to immusicbox.com, and this is Eternal Flame. We'll be right back. Close your eyes. Give me your hand, darling. Do you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you
sponsor, Audible.com. You can go to audible.com slash Northwest Prime and sign up for a free download and choose from thousands and thousands of best-selling and new release books. You can also exchange a book anytime, no questions asked. We all lead busy lives, but we can download this free audible.com app to our Android, our iPhone, iPad, Windows, Kindle Fire, you name it. It's easy to take with you on the go, whether you're working out, in the car, cooking at home, on the way to visit a friend, however you want, you can stay up to date with the greatest books in the world through this wonderful library. I recently chose Crusher by Niall Leonard. This mystery crime drama was filled with action. It was like I was watching a movie. The narrator spoke in an English accent, and I just felt like I was right there in London town. If you choose to stay with Audible, it's only $14.95 a month, and you can cancel at any time. At least check it out. It's free. See if it's for you. Tell them Northwest Prime sent you. That's audible.com slash Northwest Prime, and get to reading when it works for you. We definitely want to thank Aisha Music Box Brooks for coming on. She really gave us a, a fantastic behind-the-stage look at the workings of the voice, what it's like to be a contestant day-to-day. We really appreciate that and wish her only the best. As you just heard by that last song, Eternal Frame, she just has so much talent. We're going to play another one of her songs. You can find out more information at IamMusicBox.com, and you can pick up her her music on iTunes. It's at, you know $0.99 cents or $1.29, just very, very cheap way to support music. So thank you for listening. Thank you to, to Music Box, and we'll keep watching The Voice and, and, and see what happens next. This is You Gotta Be by Music Box. Thanks for joining. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause your tears. But go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed to cry. It's gonna be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hot. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. Some may have more cash than you Others take 
up to the sky Love the stain may cause your tears But go ahead, release your fears Stand up and be counted Don't be ashamed to fight You gotta be, you gotta be bad You gotta be bold, you gotta be wise You gotta be hot, you gotta be strong You gotta be strong Well, that's our show. We would like to thank our listeners, our guests, and of course our sponsor, Audible.com. We've included an easy one-click link to Audible.com where you can just go and browse and check out and see if catching up on your reading is right for you through an audiobook. The first book is free. It doesn't cost anything to check it out. So check it out. Get back with us. Let us know what you think. And be sure to also check out NorthwestPrime.com for this interview and other great interviews that we've had with numerous celebrities and other entertainers in the past. Thanks and have a great day. Hey Seattle, this is Glenn. This is Alicia. We are Diamond Wolf and you are listening to Seattle Wave Radio.